This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the UF Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special. Love a Sunday special. Happy Mother's Day. Is it Mother's Day? It's Mother's Day. Holy motherfucking shit. Are you going to be with your mom? Uh, right now, I'm in Barcelona. Ooh. Yep. I, that's my where I'm extending my trip. I love it. I'll have full report love once Barcelona. I'm back. Yeah, Great weather. Usually. I've never been. It's wonderful. So this was like an opportunity because I'm in Europe doing the shows. Got a park well. Got a what? Park park well. It's like the park there. It's like a very cool architecture. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Gaudi. I don't know if I'm saying any of these things right. but um, Gouds? Yeah. It's like the architect who does like all of the Spanish architecture. I'm excited. I've never been. um, I'm going to go do a couple. There's a beach there. Such a great city. Is it warm this time? I guess I'm fine. I think it's warmer than it will be here. I don't know how warm, but I'm Mm. pretty sure it's warmer than it is here. I looked it up. Like there was no real beach weather for me to go after this like European thing. So I was like, let me go to a city that I would never go to or have never been to. Mm Mm-hmm. Ended on Barcelona. I love so it. So I'm there right now, um, but I'm flying directly back from, I'm taking the direct flight Barcelona to Chicago Amazing for our live show. It's going to be great. If you don't have tickets, I'm not sure if there's any left. If there are, go get them. Betches.co slash you up live. I will be, if it's the 14th, I'm leaving San Francisco mm. and I'm headed to Cabo. Off to Cabo. Off to Cabo. I love, I've only been to Cabo once, but I really liked it there. I've never been. It's beautiful. You liked it? Yeah. Great. Like, it's not like as humid from what I remember mm. as like maybe like the the Mexico that's closer to the East Coast. Right. Um, Just like beautiful scenery. Cabo doesn't fit into my rules of beach by noon. It is. Well, I'm coming from San Francisco. Right. I'm saying this makes it right. Yeah. So, you know, Cabo, you know, the beach by noon rules is you have to be able to go somewhere for the weekend that you could get Get to to the beach by noon. And if you're going East Coast to West Coast, you can never do that. Well, this might be an exception to that Mm. because the West Coast is three hours before. Right. So let's say you found a direct flight to Cabo that was at like 7 a.m. New York to Cabo. Yeah. Six hours you get in at um, 10. 10 beach by noon. Wow, I never Make really thought about it that way. Depends how ambitious you want to be. Uh, I'm pretty ambi. All right. Well, I'll let you know if it's worth the trip. <laughs> I can't wait. What do you guys, is just you and Mike? Just Little... me and Mike. We figure we're going to be in San, we're gonna be in San Francisco visiting both of our brothers mm. and our new niece. His brother had a baby. Love it. So we're going to do some family time. We're going to do some just us time. And then we'll meet you in Chicago for our show. And I'm excited to meet your brother and your brother's fiance right. who I've seen. I feel like I know I've met them because I follow them on Instagram. It's such and a weird thing. Like the whole like social media aspect of things where you're like, I feel like I know these people, but I don't. Yeah. Cause I, I'm and always from hearing one, you talk about him. Right. Yeah. I, I'm always one to admit to that. Like if you go on a date and you've seen things online that they right. have put out there, like whenever someone has had a birthday, and my last thought is like seeing an Instagram story of their birthday. I go, happy birthday. <laughs> I always, I think that's an easier life. 
even though yeah. it sounds a little no, weird. No, I, I don't think it's weird. It's like the world that we live in. We've got to like right. update our attitudes as they go with the times. Like, what would be weird if I met your brother and I pretended I didn't know that he was engaged? <laughs> right. You know that his that his fiance won an Emmy. Like, I know yeah. you know they moved in. The apartment looks great. She uh, won an Emmy. I think so. Oh my god! Right? I just found out. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I guess no, that was I, someone I, else. I no, think that was her. <laughs> no, that was her. Yeah, she's great. Uh, yeah. We're all excited. Um, and we love the U Up live shows are just such a fun experience. Just the crowd, we come together as one. Yeah, it's like family. We're gonna be like, and our literal family is gonna be there. That's so right. It's gonna be a really great intimate show. I love Chicago <laughs> in the summer. It's gonna be great. Best time of year. Uh, what are we talking about today? Oh, now that I'm back, I'm gonna be on the road. Oh yeah, where are you going? For those who are wondering, um, I'm gonna be doing stand up again. Um, well, first of all, we are going to New York. Uh, we do Chicago, Philadelphia, D.C. D.C. tickets are like going. Um, Philadelphia, pick it up a bit. Um, Boston, yeah. New York. So we're doing live shows all over the East Coast. Get your tickets now. Uh, Betches.co slash you up live. And then I'm going to be in with my new material. New materials. New materials. Um, <laughs> Kansas City, Nashville, Stamford, Connecticut. Lexington, Kentucky. Love saying that. Lexington, Kentucky. Kentucky. Right? It's fun. Rolls off the tongue. Really does. Charlotte, North Carolina. So shows, I've, I'm adding to the calendar too. I think DC is getting added and so is uh, Hotlanta. That's great. So if they're not there, don't DM me. Where are they? They're coming. Jaredfree.com. Jaredfree.com. They'll be there soon. When are these, these tickets are up until when? Like June? Oh, I'm, uh, that's through the summer. Oh, through the summer. Round. Like I'm yeah. coming, you know. I'm getting ahead. Check out the website whenever you're feeling like you need some Jared Freed. Bless you. Are you sick? Do you have COVID? <laughs> After we all the talk this. last episode about you never having COVID? I do have allergies. Oh, wow. I get allergies and that's a new recent Deal thing breaker. for me. Deal breaker. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I get Seasonal itchy, allergies. itchy throat and sneezing. Okay. So this is just allergies. And I have this thing where I'll, I'll itch the back of my throat. You ever, I use my tongue and I go, and I I've feel like that. I look crazy. Yeah, I've done that. I get what you said. Yeah. I get kind of self-conscious about How it. How else are you supposed to stick, stick your finger in your mouth? That's the, yeah. I'm not an animal. Right. <laughs> so how else do you itch the, the um, tonsils? I don't even know. I have no idea. So I don't know. Do they have allergies in Europe? Yeah, they have allergies. God they have damn. mosquitoes in London. They got mosquitoes in London. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the name of my album, Mosquitoes, mosquitoes in, in London. Mosquitoes in London. Allergies in Europe. Man. Yeah. I just booked a trip to Europe for um, Where are you going? August, Italy. Italy. Yeah. Where in Italy? Uh, Lake Como and uh, Tuscany. Como and Tuscany. I'm very excited. Have you been to Como before? I haven't. My brother, speaking my brother and his fiance, they went. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Italy, everyone loves Italy. Everyone loves Italy. Italy. Is I can't just say amazing. the same for Fra. Yeah. People, People have mixed feelings about Fra. Right. I agree. Italy, I feel like it's, you've got you've to gotta try really hard to hate Italy. Well, it's like a family member. If they can cook, you're good. And it's beautiful. So, beautiful too, and But yeah. I'm saying like, if, they, if you like their food, you're going to deal with whoever comes across. Right. Italians, great also, food. They love Americans. And they, too. right. Yeah. They do love Americans. French, they could do without us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to be beloved if I go to your country. 
guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Italy. Italy, that's great. So you're going to do Como on the lake, you and Clooney. Me and Clooney, Mike might be there too. We'll see. If he, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if he writes the right card. Yeah, exactly. He'll be good to go. We'll see. You know, it's before my birthday, so he'll probably be fine. This is a great trip. Yeah. I love it. What are you going to do in Tuscany? There's like wineries. Yeah. We're doing a couple of days there. And then Florence, where I went abroad. So I'll show him my old stomping grounds. Oh, and I you went, went abroad, abroad there, there too. too. Yab. Yeah. Yeah, but did yeah. you go to Yab? Of course, we always lo- lose our exit cards, and they would like not let oh us my leave. God. I used to eat the popcorn at Yab. <laughs> really? 
So Yob had, I love popcorn. So you weren't popcorn. hooking up abroad. Not very okay. much. Um, <laughs> I used to, Yob is a club is it, it's in It's funny Florence. you call it Yob. I call it Yab. But that's Yab, what, Yab. Yab. Uh, Jodahana. You know what it stands for? You are beautiful. Yes. Yes. Okay. I um. So I used to go, there was Yob and then there was, what was the other one? There clubs? was like twice- which was like they change all the time, but we're from a certain space era. Space is the space. newer one. Yeah, I remember space. So, and then there was faces. Did you have faces? I don't remember. So across the Arno would be. <laughs> you just said that in the jappiest way possible. <laughs> I went across the, the Arno. Arno. There was a Starbucks. The Massimo with the leather jackets. Was that that guy there when you were there? I remember hearing of Massimo. Okay. There was like a bouncer that everyone knew. Like Abraham. Everyone... Yes, everyone yeah. knew this guy. Oh yeah. He's like a famous. He he's was like a, a famous guy. Yeah, he, he's like the promoter for all the the clubs. He was the promoter. It's crazy he's how still it, there. Like, yeah. I'm he was older. there when my sister was there too. My sister's like five years younger than me, and you're like so. It's been the ten years. That's a span. Yeah, I think he had some legal issues. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> Allegedly I don't know. I, yeah. I we should we might want to cut this out. I don't know. I think hearing that he was like involved with like. Other bad things? Like worse than we ever want to get into on this oh, podcast. Wow. I, I, I don't know. I, I He was I, so nice. I probably still have his number. He was huge. A mountain of a yeah. man. Yeah. I Yeah. This, <laughs> so we used to go to Yob and I would have the popcorn. I would get hammered and I eat when I'm drunk as people who will see my stand-up special will the right. will we'll know McDonald saga that was McDon hysterical <laughs> one of the funniest stories i heard in all of 2022 thank you so i but i would sit there at the bar and they'd have these big things of popcorn and the popcorn was spicy for some reason oh and i would be eating so much popcorn and i'd be so drunk that literally there was a circle of popcorn around me because i was eating it like a disgusting animal just in the corner by yourself eating popcorn okay. chilling Wow. And we used to go to this place called Faces before. You didn't have Faces. It might have closed down where they would give you the champagne bottle with the straw in it. I don't think that was the, that was a thing when I was there. That was a big thing where you could pay 10 euro and it was all you could drink. And wow. everyone would get hammered and they'd walk around with champagne, full champagne bottles with straws in them. I mean, that sound, I feel like if that existed, we would have been there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that they probably ran into some sort of money or legal troubles based on what yeah. I just told you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that sounds fun. Maybe I'll check, see if that's, uh, that's open again when I'm there with Mike. <laughs> do you think people do that? Do you think they go later in life? They're like, let's go see the places I went study abroad. I kind of want to like, just, right. just check out if, the, if they're still there, especially at the restaurants we used to go to. I remember mm -hmm. there was like an American diner that we would go to when we were like I over Italian the, food. Oh my God. The diner. Yeah. I would get eggs and think it was like well, a big deal. Well, you'd be like, oh, I've been eating uh, Italian food is obviously amazing, but right. you'd be like, all right, it's nice to have like. A chicken Caesar wrap. Or I totally. Something. I remember that place, and there was also, uh, well, there was Aqua Al Due. Oh yeah, that was big one. Now they have that in Washington D.C. I think. So. It, yeah, the chocolate steak or the blueberry steak at Aqua Al Due. Yes. That was like a parent place. Yes. And then La there was Giostra. La Giostra with the the king. I made a reservation there. You did? I did. I so as a gift to my friends when they got married, they went on our honeymoon to Florence. And I got, I paid for their dinner at La Giostra. That's a great, that's a great gift. It's, a, I mean, it's funny because we would go there abroad, but it was like very, we usually go when like someone's parents were in town and they took everyone there. Right. And it showed you kind of the power of uh, marketing because yeah. there would be, what they had was a this, prince. there was a prince and a king. Yes. And the king I heard is dead. 
mean, the I, prince is dead. The old prince is dead, and now the son has prince, taken yeah. over the mantle. Something like that. And he'd be in this jewelry. He was all, yes, all these the jewelry, the bracelets, and he would walk around, and supposedly he was the descendant of a Medici or some shit. And he would come over, and he would go, and he'd give you a bunch of food, and you'd be like, and he'd be like, on the house from us. No, no. You, and they kept giving you all this free shit, and you'd be like. We must be something. He really is treating us. Yeah. And then you'd see the next table he's doing on the house. And you're like, yo, he does this for everybody. That's marketing. Like R. Yeah. Um, so yeah. You're going to go? I'm going to go. You got to go. Yeah. Of course. I mean, the food was great from what I remember. too. It's all good there. That's true. I, 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 that is a thing where it's the ingredients. I think that's. That's what they say. All, <laughs> all the uh, fucking American theory. You know, it's the it's the bread. They don't they put w- less water right. or salt in it. I don't know some shit. I, they gotta have better produce than what we got. I just remember the tomatoes tasting like a tomato Fresher. should. Yeah, and um, I'll see that in the Tuscan wineries. Hopefully, I hope so too. Well, we'll this see. is a good preview of your trip. Yeah, I'll let you know if it all pans out in this if, way. If they serve you radishes, I want you to throw them at them. That doesn't sound like something, some shit the Italians would pull. Well, that's the thing. That's why people don't like Franck. The only thing the Italians give you that no one likes is limoncello. No one likes. You like limoncello? I love a limoncello. I feel like in your heart of hearts, you are a middle-aged woman. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe so, yeah. It's a little syrupy, but it's delicious. You don't really? like a limoncello? Yeah, limoncello shot? It's so sweet. It is very sweet. You do sweet. like citron, though. So maybe I that's like a citron. Part of it. Yeah. Oh, I'll bring you back some. You like limoncello? I'll bring you back some limoncello. I'm good. <laughs> just said you liked it. <laughs> I like it enough. I like it when in they Italy. added for free at the end and everyone yeah. gets a shot of the limoncello. I wouldn't be like, I, I, would you be the one person at the table when the, no, I mean, the prince comes over abroad, and it's like limoncello? I, was, I mean, abroad, I was like free alcohol, drink right. whatever. I'll, I'll drink nail polish remover or whatever. <laughs> now I'm a little more discerning. Right. <laughs> nail polish remover. <laughs> Just getting high off the fumes. Whatever does the job. Right. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today. 
in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Can we jump right in? Let's jump right in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what now are we that we've insulted about? the city of Florence, the probably in multiple country ways. of Europe. I yeah. mean, my dad is the most insulting. I call I'm, my dad. This is his description of Europe. My dad would go, "Yeah, everywhere in Europe, there's like a river, a bridge, and a church." Church. That's true. That was his description. Of all I mean, he's not wrong. He isn't wrong, but um, it is beautiful. I'm excited. I'm excited for you and your Euro, Euro trip. Look at oh, us. Oh, I'll be updating the gram. My girlfriend will be posting the whole trip. My yeah. girlfriend, the phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> thought you were taking the American Girl doll. Again. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah okay. My friend over there. You want me to read the email? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, should I breach the friend zone? Let's find out. Always fun. Greetings, esteemed y'all. A lot of intros. Okay. I'd love to seek your advice on how to pursue a romantic interest who happens to be one of my former law school classmates. Names have been changed for privacy. Harry and I were fast friends from the first day of law school orientation about eight years ago. Since then, we've both been extremely successful in our careers over the past five years and supported each other along the way. Now we're in our early 30s. He teaches a course at our law school on, a, on an adjunct basis. You know, you know how there's certain phrases that you hear and you have no idea what they mean. Adjunct, but you like adjunct basis to me. Like I'm like, oh, okay. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. Production. Adjunct, I believe, is like a part-time professor. Like they have, a, they have another job. Okay. So a like sub, a sub. No, like they teach a whole, a whole semester, but mm. they teach a class. Like just one they're not class. there every. They're not and like they there every year. Freelance. Ish. Ish. Okay. Okay. But more like impressive. Sounding. Yeah. It sounds, this makes it sound, this sounds like the Kleenex instead of tissues. Like okay. it's like, okay. Classier. Way well, classier. Saying, yes. He teaches a course at our law school on an adjunct basis and invites me to teach a session about my specialty every year. Okay. During law school, we were not attracted to each other, as far as I know. Harry is a cis straight man who exclusively dated women who are thin, petite, with long hair during law school. I am a queer woman who dated mostly other women or trans non-binary people during law school. My gender presentation fluctuates, and I am a curvy plus-sized hottie with a bold, 
with bold, short hair covering this big-ass brain. Ooh. I like their attitude. I like Big-ass brain. Big. <laughs> I'm also 90% sure he thinks I'm not interested in men. However, he has initiated a conversation with me about his own potential demisexuality or need for intellectual stimulation to have romantic or sexual interests. Sounds very professorial. Very. Right? Right. <laughs> it also sounds different than it is. Like demisexuality, you're like, ooh, what are you into? And they're like, just smart people. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> What's the mind? one where you like idiots? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, what I keep trying to think of a name. Um, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to coin it. Demelody. Dem Demuality. I guess that makes me an idiot because I can't even come up with an idiot actuality. <laughs> okay. Plus, I totally. Uh, I feel I'm clearly an intellectual equal, and we've always enjoyed playful sparring with words. Plus, I could totally rock this guy's world in the bedroom, and I would like him to rock my world. Okay, she knows what she wants. I've been trying to initiate a hangout with Harry since I last visited his class in January. We were both extremely busy with work and I live 90 minutes and live 90 minutes apart. Our plans to get together have been tentatively formed many times, almost exclusively at my invitation, but I've never worked out due to him backing out. I get the sense that he doesn't have much energy for dating. He's told me he's not uh, not been attracted to or dated anyone since he, we graduated five years ago. Still, we talk regularly via text about work and a wide variety of other topics. I would like to hang out without calling it a date as friends so I can A, feel out whether he could be interested in me in that way, and B, show him what I look like, what I'm presenting in a fee, uh, in, what I'm presenting in a feminine way outside of suits, as he has rarely, if ever, seen me dressed that way or wearing makeup, which I sometimes do. He certainly knows what I look like barefaced in sweats. But if I can't get together with Harry, how am I ever going to get out of the friend zone? How could I could ask him out now and see if that motivates him to meet up, but I don't want to ruin the friendship. Should I ask him out now or wait and see if we can ever actually get together in person, socially and not professionally? I don't want to jump the shark. Thanks so much. What do we think? I think it's important here to like figure out what you're ideal situation is out of this and mm. then what the worst case scenario is. Okay. So that with any of these situations where I feel like you're kind of changing up whatever rhythm of a friendship that yeah. you have before, I would think of that the the range of possibilities. Because mm -hmm. I think sometimes people just think of the positive and they're not thinking about like, what if it doesn't go the way that I want it to go? Right. I guess, and let's go through the range. Yeah. Uh, the range is he feels the same way. So best best case scenario, right? He feels the same way. You guys start dating; it lasts a forever, lifetime, and you're both very happy. You and your big ass brains, yes. move to the country, have rocking chairs, Just intellectually stimulating each other all over the place. Just all up in each other's faces. <laughs> yeah, that's the best case scenario. Worst case scenario, you kind of lose what sounds to me like a semi friend, mm -hmm. like. They're 90 minutes apart. They kind of only see each other on a professional basis. They text a lot, it seems. Right. But there's a lot of people that people text a lot that it can feel like something is more than it actually is. Right, because it feels like an intimacy. Right. And, and maybe sometimes it is. But no one's really taking the moment out of their life for the other person. We have to admit that. Right. When it came to making plans, he's kind of been 
He's kind of been uh, flimsy, flaky. flaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously you're not that close of friends, but I do understand when someone's like, we text every day, it can feel like more of a friendship than it is, but you'd be losing out on, I, I guess if it went worst case scenario, you never talk again. Right. And you lose out on your once a semester presentation for the class, but that's- or you're, And maybe your feelings get hurt. A maybe he's bit, not right. actually interested in you in that way. Right. Right. Like, uh, well, I guess if she opens up to him, he goes- Hey, I I see this is just a friendship and it's just professional and or and I'm sorry. Right. So I think she needs to like sort of play out those things. Mm -hmm. She only she knows herself, so only she knows how big of a deal that would be to her. Mm -hmm. Like, is that something that would devastate her? Or is that something that she would be like, all right, I could take the right. loss and just move on, potentially even still be friends with him, or I don't care that much about losing this person that we I text with and we have this thing, but it's I'm fine if it doesn't continue. The 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 draw of what could be is better than the draw, the bad side. Right. Right. What you could end up with is better than the bad side. Now there's medium versions. Because she right. said she kind of just wants to rock his world in bed. She's kind of made this a sexual thing. Right. Which might be, yeah, that's definitely a possibility. Right. Where it's a one-time. Let's play out the medium version. The medium version is he's like, I'm down for this, but I'm really not looking for anything more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to go out and get drinks midway through our 90-minute ride. You know, you go 45, I'll go 45. There's a bar in between. Let's have fun, get get a little drunk, and then, you know, get happens. a hotel room and see what happens or see what happens from there. Mm -hmm. That's a version. There's also a version where it's like, I don't know. I've never really thought of you in that way. Because I, right. I think that's a big possibility here, considering the sexuality that she described. I'm the cis, white, straight guy who right. dates... He probably assume that she's not interested in him. <clears throat> yeah, and I, I, I so to give what he might be thinking because I, I as I read this, I thought of like what I would be thinking if a friend like this who the way they describe themselves, like I, I get it when she's like he's never dated someone like me. I don't think that matters that much, mm -hmm. especially if he's bringing. Up, I think the fact that he's bringing up his own sexuality and like right. trying to explore that with her, to me, leans towards he's potentially open to like some sort of relationship sexually. Right. And I would understand if he has this fear and this is speaking honestly, mm -hmm. it is, I think, I think a guy who's a teacher at a university more so is in tune with the nature of gender identity and sexuality that they know that a straight guy kind of hitting on someone who has, who only dates a certain type may be seen as kind of a faux pas. Sure. Where you're like assuming because you're straight guy, well, she'll be into me. Right. You know what I mean? I can understand how he's. So he might be hesitant to even right. go there. That's right. I, because I, I think I would. If, right. You know, if someone was like their, the whole relationship, they've dated women and people who are non-binary and I'd be like, oh, I'm not going to be. Right. Where you'd have to, it would have to be like for you to even think about doing that. You'd probably have to be very clear that that person was interested in you. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd be fearful to yeah. to be. So you're saying she has, she should make the first move. I think she kind of. I, I I think she uh, that that would be get her answers. Right. <laughs> you know, like I. Okay. I can't tell her what she should or shouldn't do, but I can say that that might be something where he's never even thought of you in this way because who am I to think that's her sexuality? It wasn't you know it, you know the 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 whole idea of like there's no you know you were born this way right. so I don't know I don't want to be the guy that's. Or Old. even, or even if he's thought about it, right? 
again, maybe he wouldn't feel comfortable acting on it. Absolutely. I And I understand. That's where I, my mind went when I was like trying to put myself in his shoes. Right. Like, But I also think know. that by opening this conversation with, with her about his sexuality and I'm attracted to other people who are, I'm intellectually stimulated by and like clearly that's her because, you know, they have this, they have this like academic mm. past together. So I would right. say that corner of <laughs> hints at like her being a candidate for right. that. I think that's a good hint at maybe you, she should make a move. Make a move. Yeah. I, I do think she should make a move. Yeah. And I think just accepting the fact that the friendship might not be the same. Right. In either in whatever direction it goes, whether you sleep together and then it's weird or um, he's not, not interested and then it's weird. Like I think, but again, I don't think this is like, I mean, I guess I, I don't know how, how deep of a friendship it is and how willing she would be to lose it. I, and well, I would also say it's going to change, but she seems so communicative. Mm -hmm. She's uh, not going to let it get weird. I don't think so. Yeah. That's a good point. Based on this email. Like, like it's like you're, you, the way they describe themselves, the way they talk about their dating life and their history and what they're looking for. I'd like to rock his world. I'd like him to rock mine. It, it just feels like the type of person that like, while it might be awkward, I think you will have the tools to say what this is and it might need a break or a cooling off period. But if you want it to come back to where it is now, I don't think it's such a big hill to climb. I could agree with that. Yeah, it could it could go there because you have two like mature people who are open about their feelings. Especially when they're like these analytical lawyer brains. Right. This isn't the guy who went back and fished out the condom from the fraternity. <laughs> no. I assume. <laughs> We would assume. So yes. what would you think is the best, what would you do in this scenario? Um, I think I would start with your tactic of, do you want to, you know, do you want to meet? Let's get, do you want to get a, at a drink? We'll, we can meet somewhere in between the two of us and just meet in person and go and hang out. Well, I think that it seems like the flakiness of him mm -hmm. is due to like, I don't need the, you know, like it's like, why do, what motivates people? You know, you know, like right. this is either going to make me money. This is either going to be love. This is either going to be sex. You, so you know, think like, she should bring it up before then? I think there's got to be some sort of flirty text. Okay. I, I think that would be the move of like. I guess because he doesn't live there and it wouldn't be so casual to. If he, if he lived that. within 30 minutes, I would like, or within the same city confines. I, 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 I missed the part that they were 90 minutes apart when I first read this. Right. And I wrote down, I was like. Why I think this is the perfect moment to be like, I'm out, come meet me out. Mm -hmm. So if she can play that where she goes maybe on a trip towards his town, he, she's out with friends and then invites him to kind of come into that world and they can have kind of a more casual social situation. Right. I think that's a way to play it where like you go hang with other people. Hey, I'm in town. Make it quick, make it easy, make it totally like this casual fun thing where you're meeting up and now you have a couple of drinks and you get to talking and you go, you know, I've been thinking about you in a different way lately. That's a kind of a- Right, a, I like that. That's a fun right. way to go. But what's, I guess if they can't, if they're not gonna be able to just like run into each other, what do you think she should just like escalate the conversation? I think that, I think that would be the way that would be helpful. Right. I think that's the, like, I think it needs to be like let out like, Hey, you know, I've been thinking of you in a different way. Ever and the 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 way to get into that is ever since you mentioned the demisexual thing, I can't get off my mind that I am that person for you. Right. Now, yeah. That's a good That's a great way to start. And that's right. true. It's exactly yeah. seems as though that's what's happening. And then that's an opening if he, you know, what I mean, I think you'll know pretty quickly from his response to that 
how right. interested he'd be in that. There it is. And he's then, like, actually, I've thought about it, and I'm, um, I, I'm not into that. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll get an answer right, right away. Yeah. Uh, on the on the range of answers, you'll get an answer. Right. And I think that also there's a, there is another option where he is interested, but he's not ready mentally to go there or something. So he doesn't meet up for that reason. Right. Right. You know? He does say, you know, oh, you've always. Right. And he doesn't want to ruin it. And he's kind of like, well, I'm kind of interested, but I'm not enough to, to like make this weird. Right. And not enough. I, I'll say with any, no matter sexuality, Sometimes it's like, do I want to go 45 minutes for something that probably won't work out and cause me more trouble than this fun night is worth? Right. Well, that's, that's another kind question. Of the, that's a big mathematical equation that I think everyone does. Yeah. And again, in the same way that we're like, what are the good and what are the bad? She's He's doing do the same He's calculation. Do- exactly. Yeah. Right. So I think give it a shot. Yeah. Because it doesn't, it sounds like she's always going to think about it. This is one I would love an update on. I would love to hear if they, if they they did like the, hey, that demisexual thing got me thinking we never had a thing. I would love an update. Give us the update. And let us know as an, as an academic if there is a word for dating stupid people. <laughs> It'd be hard to admit to that. Right? I like uh, Yeah, what's idiots. your type? <laughs> <laughs> yeah? yeah. Um, yes. According to Urban Dictionary. Okay. Uh, 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 okay. Like moron, moron. <laughs> okay. Yeah. From 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 the Greek moron. Yeah. Philia, okay. Philia at the end <laughs> makes it dirtier for some reason. I like it. All right, morophilia. <clears throat> morophilia. It'd be very funny to to test that out with you know what are you into? Morophilia. Yeah. I'm a, you're mor- on, a, on a, a date. I'm a morophilia. Yeah. Oh, so I feel that? like I'm on the date for me. <laughs> what's that? Uh, it also sounds like one of the, I'd love to have some more, uh, feeling ya. Huh? And that's how you know you're with the right person. Um, <laughs> anyway, we will be back on Wednesday with our regularly scheduled episode. The U Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.